Cleanliness Some families, is. it's holding hands when you're praying or folding your hands in the middle of the table and you right. look around and you feel weird, like everyone's right. holding hands here. Oh, oh my wow. goodness, I've never touched it. Yeah, ah. right? <laughs> no, <laughs> so there's good. totally, I appreciate that. This is the Village Church Community Group Leadership Training Podcast. Our goal is to help you grow your skills to lead amazing groups. Susan McLeod here, and today we're talking with Michael Fueling. Michael has started a bunch of groups over the course of his ministry, and so he's going to touch on common frustrations of new members coming from a previous church. One of the distinctives of the groups that I've started is that most of them have been primarily comprised of new people from other churches. Got it. So I've been on the front lines of experiencing this, and I summarized kind of three statements that People may not say, but it gives vocabulary maybe to mm-hmm. what is happening deep down inside of them. And, and here's the first common frustration. Quote, it's not as easy as, and then you fill in the blank of the group or the church or the organization they were with uh, mm-hmm. prior. And you're right. It's not. Right. It is objectively difficult to leave a church community, mm-hmm. go into a brand new community with new people. Relationships, systems, structures, values, attitudes, beliefs, it's all different. We might all be evangelical. Mm-hmm. We might all be Christians. I'm even struck between Village Church East and Village Church of Bartlett. We oh, have the yes. same doctrine, cultural distinctives, attitudes, but the way they're fleshed out in that internal community feels very different. Mm-hmm. Even if two churches have a really similar just vibe, yep. once you get underneath it, the way the pastors think, the way they make decisions, and so you you feel like, what do I even know anymore? Right. As villages is dealt with a ton of people coming from other churches, there's been a an extensive dismantling process that has had to go on, and it's not that what the other churches did was bad. Absolutely, it's just not who we are. It's right. it's so it's almost like being raised in your family. Yep. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to go to a different family down the road. And you're going to have a whole bunch of things in common, but you're right. just going to have to relearn everything, the way, which direction they put the toilet paper, what cleanliness Some is. Some families, it's holding hands when you're praying or folding your hands in the middle of the table and you right. look around and you feel weird, like everyone's right. holding hands here. Oh, oh my wow. goodness, I've never touched it. Yeah, ah. right? <laughs> yeah, no, there's so totally, I appreciate that. There's, um, in school culture, we call that hidden curriculum. So when you come oh, to a new school, so you learn, oh, everyone uses that bathroom by the gym. Mm. That bathroom's the cooties bathroom. Or like there's just this hidden known stuff. Yep. I hate to use the word stuff about that, but it's known and yep. it's stuff. And that's the same at Village. Totally. Any place where there's a culture, it's not going to feel yep. as easy right away. Hey, we're meeting in the red room. Just kidding. We're in the 601. Your kid's right. going to four. 601 even. You know, like. People don't know 601. Right. We know 601. And so. it's called that because it's the address of our church. But it's a room where a bunch of stuff happens. But right. internally, you know, or we reference names from the front, but we don't put pictures, you know. And, right. And that's just things that nobody does it on purpose. It's part of any community. They have the, right. I thought that the hidden curriculum. Cur- the hidden I'm going to use that. That's Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yes. So part of the job of a, of a community group leader is just to be sensitive to this, mm-hmm. to make space for some of those questions, Mm -hmm. to be aware, even in a Sunday service, when some of that stuff happens and even bring it up in the community group. Hey, when they said blank, this is what they meant. Right. Forge is going on a mission trip. Here's who Forge is. Yeah. Or Michael told a story about blah, blah, blah. And it sounds like you should know that person, but you don't, or you felt on the outside of that story. Totally. Here's what he was talking about. Or our picnics. Yep. Well, we have picnics for the last bazillion years at the Antiojos with the this. And so- 
people just don't know everything. So when I came to Village Church, I've said this from out front, but when I came to Village Church, I thought the Auntie Ojos was this old woman named Auntie Space Ojo. Like, oh. and Auntie Ojo <laughs> lived on a farm because we were going to Auntie Ojo's farm. And oh, when wow. I got there and I met Dave Antioho and mm-hmm. Julie Antioho, yes. they were in their 40s at the time. And I was like, well, where's Antioho? <laughs> you know, it <laughs> took me like a minute to put it all together, but it's so simple. Yes. I had all of these expectations, Absolutely. some of which were transference, some of it right. was just the weird word, the way it was said. Right. And just kind of some sensitivity. So I think we're doing a better job of that up front, but it still right. happens weekly. Well, and so leaders, encourage your people to press into that awkwardness, yep. ask questions when they feel confused, but also, like you said, have that awareness of something that doesn't make sense, which honestly comes from watching people's faces yep. when you're leading their group and talking totally. during the week. So what's the second thing that is a common frustration for new members? Quote, the group's purpose is different, end quote. And we've discussed this in other podcasts that I've recorded with you, but Mm -hmm. I cannot underestimate how different a group's purpose is and how that can absolutely make somebody feel like they're having whiplash. Yes. If the purpose of one group where they've been at for years is teaching and accountability, Mm -hmm. which is the purpose of many groups and many churches, and that's fine and wonderful, but you come to Village and the purpose of our group is love and care. Mm -hmm. Did I get it right? Love and connection. Connection. But connection and care are connection and care. My bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Connection and love, love and connection. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a relationship. That's what we want. I want love and connection. Yes, but but that's that's true. That's our model. We are building people together and we discuss the sermons, et cetera. Uh, That's very valuable to us going deeper into that. Mm -hmm. We do pray together. We Mm -hmm. eat together and fellowship together. But the byproduct is that connection and love are palpably experienced. That is very different if you're expecting to come in to learn more and to be held accountable versus to connect with people and experience the love of a local church. There's just very different things. And so uh, I find that people get very frustrated in that because they want what they had. And when you have an unmet expectation, that just creates frustration. Well, and I think it's helpful, leaders, we're going to talk in a future podcast about how to overcome that and what the skill that's needed to help align your group's expectations. Michael's just going to give us a little more on that it's gonna in a blow future podcast. Yeah, I, I sure hope it does. Yeah. Okay. So let me go deeper on this one actually for one one second. So whenever you have something with a similar concept like a group and you have one way of doing it and you go to another way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, you are going to feel like one is better than the other. So when you're in a group and you feel like there's a better way, it creates frustration. Some people comply. And Mm -hmm. some people are like, "Eh, it's just the way it is. It's the village way. Some people don't comply because what they want is what they had. And so now they have this internal frustration Mm -hmm. and they may actually not end up staying in that group or in the church. Now, Suze, I would point them back to you and I would say, Suze, are there groups that are more focused on teaching and accountability? And there are some groups that are higher in those than others. Because at Village, we let our leaders have a little autonomy to decide. We say, listen, at the end of the day, they need to walk out with connected and loved. But if you want to have accountability or deeper teaching or like you go ahead and do more potlucks, I'm not going to stop you, you know. And so we want our leaders to have that ability to make their own decisions about what they want their group to really focus on. But we want everyone to feel connected 
and loved. I'll give you an example. I'm a seven on the Enneagram, which means I like to have fun. So right. I'm going to throw parties, right? Right. We're going to do stuff like I'm planning Hillsong concert events and bringing right. 30 people to right. it, you know? And right. so there's that. But there are some people who are just born bred teachers. Like I'll preach the sermon and then they will reteach the whole sermon right. to mm-hmm. their group. And Every leader has a different dynamic and gift and they bring something different to the table. Some are just pure discussion. See, and I love I love that. Yep. I love that we let the leaders not let. I don't like that word about it, but I love that the leaders we encourage. get to do that. Yeah. So what's the third frustration of a new member? I feel like an outsider. And I get it. Yes. And let's just be super blunt. They kind of are. Well, yeah. It when takes, you're new to something, yeah. you can't be an insider right away. Right. I get that you want to be welcomed and felt like you have been here your whole life. But the moment you get into a group and they have stories mm-hmm. and inside jokes, mm-hmm. it's interesting. One of the dynamics that happens in groups when there's a new person, the group tries to uh, bring the other person into their group by telling them stories about themselves. Yes. It's a very interesting dynamic. And so their attempt is to show them, look, we love each other and hey, come into our narrative. Right. Well, the person receiving it often feels like I'll never be able to break in. They're so close. I can't recreate or reenact these shared experiences. Right. And even if I do, I'll never go as deep as they do. And Right. And the reality is that's just not the way relationships work. That's insecurity and paranoia. I was going to say, that sounds you know, like a lot of insecurity. Yeah. It is. But let's be straight. We, we all, all have, have it. it. Yep. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's real. And so just to be very sensitive. And so one of the best things you can do for outsiders is give them shared experiences. Mm. Shared experiences accelerate the feeling and the reality of connection and closeness. Yes. So having something like a pool party at someone's house yep. or a potluck or something that actually uh, puts people together in a non-passive way. So a right. non-passive way would be a passive way would be a movie. A non-passive way would be something where you're sitting and eating and having fun and there's right. energy around you. You're still you. able to talk. I think it's yeah. helpful too. Let's say you're telling a story about last year when you went camping to just turn to your new person and say every summer in June we go camping together. Yep. Like that way they know, hey, that's on the horizon. Totally. You are more than welcome to come. But also, look look what we've built from that. Yep. And so I think that can help with some of that insecurity for them. Let me give you a couple of ways that our group does this. This is so my personality. Yeah, so uh, I know it is. Yeah, so we as a group went to two or three galas in the last nine months. Oh, uh, we fun. dress up, whatever. Yeah. Some are for my school that mm-hmm. my kids go to, uh, for a foundation that one of our leaders leads. Uh, and, and that's one thing. So uh, we plan to go to concerts together. And we always invite more people, by the way. We never just Absolutely. keep it to our group. Like, we're very... Which I love because that shows that you're not exclusive. Yeah, we try not to be. And even though people know it's our group running it or doing it. Right. And so uh, let's see, today, no, last night I got a text message from one of our guys. He's coordinating all of our group to go to a John Christ uh, thing in October. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, but it's open, right? It's not like this closed thing. And he's probably going to end up purchasing like 50 tickets on his credit card. Oh, fun. And uh, hopefully everyone pays it back. But uh, those are the kind of things where we're creating experiences and and sometimes there's too many people to go to something. So, for example, the concert we went to two nights ago, yeah. our community group, we yeah. all went out to eat together. Oh, but yes. we opened it up for anybody. Right. But we just said, hey, our group's going out. Anyone's welcome to come. We yes. had uh, another couple join us. And it was great. It was wonderful. Yeah. Two couples, actually. And so our group is very, very, very faithful, I think, at being open because right. they all know what it feels like to be new at Village Church. Right. I think it's helpful to those people that were feeling insecure, the ones who really, really want that relationship, Mm -hmm. they're going to eat up all those invitations. And you know what? Just keep putting them out there as a leader. Keep putting them out there and allow people to come in. Yep. 
So Amen. I love it. Uh, leaders, just be encouraged. There are going to be frustrated new members from a previous church. You can do it. Encourage and love them. Remember, at the end of the day, they need to leave feeling connected and loved. Mm-hmm.